Hi, how are you? Good morning. Good morning. It's Brenda Shoshana. I hear back for another episode of Zen Wisdom for Your Everyday Life. And I'm so happy to be here with you. And and I thank you for so many, many more listeners and emails and sharing the podcast. Many of you are sharing it, and that makes me so happy. So I thank you for that. So today, our episode for today <clears throat> is called something very simple, <laughs> but very, very basic to our lives and to our needs. It's called Hold Your Seat. That's it. Hold your seat. What does that mean? Does that mean we should pick up our chair and hug it to us or pick up our Zen cushion and hold it to us? Not quite. Almost, but not quite. What it, uh, this, this talk today is really relating to the fact of what I call emotional inflammation. <clears throat> so much going on. Most of us live our lives like water flowing here and there. We're out, we start our day, one thing happens, we might start feeling happy, we might start feeling optimistic or good. We look forward to what whatever is going to come, what we have to do, and something happens. Maybe a piece of news, maybe a person who we care about, or you don't, don't even care about, says something to us, and boom, we react. This is, this is what we're going to talk about today, our reactions. We react. Boom. We have a reaction. And then they have a reaction. And then one reaction breeds another reaction. Of course, it's so easy to see this, isn't it, uh, in the news these days. One reaction just breeding another reaction. It's like billiard balls all tapping each other. And one taps, another taps. And before we know it, we're in a real conflagration. We're in a mess. We're in a mess. So even if an, or an unexpected event happens, it shatters the day. It might shatter our plans for the day. And again, our sense of balance, our sense of well-being, our ability to be focused and grounded and to be present is very often lost, boom. And it's lost pretty quickly, too. So it could be lost for the day. It could be lost for many days. And with, if an event is shocking enough or troubling enough, it can be lost for the rest of our life, even. Now, what caused this? We think, oh, my goodness, this is what happened. Natu no, that's not what caused it. What happened didn't cause it. Your reaction to it is what caused it. These reactions are what cause it. They knock us off our game. They agitate us. They stir us up. They stir other people up. And before you know it, we're on a roll. The ever-changing world around us actually plays with us. It seems that... Events and people dictate our state of mind. Whoa. I will repeat that because it's really actually a very shocking and startling fact. It's a fact that people and events dictate the day, dictate 
our state of mind. And I would have to say, what a shaky way to live. What a way to live. That our state of mind, our hopefulness, our joy, is so much in the hands of events that we really have no control over. Wow. You know, when things go our way for a moment or a week or a year, we feel happy and optimistic. We feel good. But as soon as something important shifts, it's very easy for us to sink into doubt or sorrow or discouragement and to withdraw or or to have many other different kind of reactions which don't benefit us and do not benefit those we live with or anyone at all. And as I said before, particularly these days when there seems to be a never-ending source of, I call it, emotional inflammation, the loss of grounding is much more intense. And the loss of grounding is very, very much in alignment with the loss of reality. Loss of reality, because when we're grounded, when we're centered within ourselves, when we're in a clear state of mind, not run by reactions, we can see what's, what's really there. But when we're run by these reactions, we're easily pulled out into the undertow, way over our heads often, and we lose connection with the shore. You know, when you're on the beach, your feet are on the I love the beach so much. (laughs) Your feet are on the sand. You're walking along the shore or in the edge of the ocean. There's the ocean. There are you. The beautiful waves all in a wonderful harmony together, a wonderful balance. You're grounded. You're connected. But if you're pulled out in some kind of an undertow, way often over your head, which is what reactions do, they do that to us, connection to the shore, to our feet on the sand, on the ground, is lost. And when that happens, everything is up for grabs. The truth of the situation that we're in is clouded. We cannot see it. And we cannot. everything becomes part of these reactions or this agitation. A person we're with, we don't really see them for who they are. They just become a part of this agitation, a part of the story, you're this, you're that. They become projections of our own anxiety or of our own past or whatever, but they're not who they are anymore. And true relationship is difficult to maintain at that moment. You know, I love the concept of true relationship. I love it. It's so important. And it's true relationship with ourselves true relationship with the people we're with and with our lives, true relationship with the ground that we're walking on, with the sand, with the sky, true being in true relationship restores us to ourselves and restores the world to a real harmony. I will get into that much more later on. Not today, but I'm going to do podcasts about relationship, true relationship. But let's stick with this for a moment. What, we're, what I want to say is something that's so interesting, really interesting and very, very important. 
when we are so upset by something that happens or we're reacting so much, the pain that we're experiencing, we think, well, it be, it, I'm so much pain because of what happened. No, that's not so. You're in so much pain because of your reactions. It's the reactions that are causing the pain, not necessarily what happened. This is a huge, important point, and I, I need to make it maybe a million times to myself and others. It's a very important point of clarification. What happens doesn't upset us in and of itself. It's our reactions to what happens. It's, and it's the way we react to our own reactions, the way they inst instigate more and more and more. So this is an important point. The pain that we're feeling or from the, is from the pain of our own fear, our own anger, our own emotions and reactions are causing the pain. Okay, so now let's take a koana question. How do we stay on the shore when the ocean's getting pretty wild out there? How do we keep grounded? How do we live within this never-ending panorama of change? And that is what this world is, a never-ending panorama of change, often very sudden and unexpected changes too. So how do we live within it? How do we stay grounded? How do we stay real? Now, here's a beautiful Zen saying, which, which addresses this wonderful point and offers a lot of guidance. And by the way, Zen practice itself, oh my goodness, it offers so much help and guidance with this main issue. You might say it's based upon it, the very practice of sitting Zazen, sitting meditation itself answers these questions. And does it, teaches you how to do this. Anyway, here is the Zen saying that offers guidance. It's a little, a little few sentences. This master said to his student, look at the wooden puppets performing on the stage. Their jumps and jerks all depend upon the man behind. Have you found the man behind? Wow, that's some some question. The wooden puppets performing on the stage. In a sense, that's part of us. When we get caught in reactions, we certainly become on automatic puppets. Our strings are being pulled all over the place, and we're jumping and jerking around. I love this image because it's right to the point. And there's no judgment here. There's no blame. It happens to all of us. It's, it's a human condition. But have you found, I love this, have you found the man behind? Well, that could mean have you found the one who's pulling the strings? That's one way to look at that. Or have you found, there's a dis distinction here between a puppet who functions on automatic, and the man, um, now a human, or a woman, a man, a woman, a human being, have you found the human being behind? Have you found the one who is not susceptible 
to having their strings pulled, who doesn't live jumping and jerking automatically, but who lives with presence, who doesn't react, but who responds. That is what is implied in this wonderful, wonderful saying here. The saying suggests that when we're living our lives based on constant reactions, we're, we're, we're just puppets. We're puppets. We're being played, being pulled. Now that happens to all of us, but it's wonderful to stop and take a look at this, and especially now with what's going on in the world. We need to stop and take a look at this. Our strings are constantly being pulled and we're dancing around or jumping around seemingly helplessly because when you do function as a puppet, you do feel quite helpless, of course, and you are helpless. You're at the mercy of what happens and you're at the mercy of your reactions to it. But have you found the man, the human, the woman behind the puppet? Have you found another way to be with life, with the events of life? Have you found another way of receiving life? Have you found another way of dealing with your very own reactions? That's what's also implied in this question. We may not, of course, be able to control many external events. We can and we can't somebody we bump into, something that happens, but we can, and I don't use the word control, we can take charge of how we are going to respond rather than react to it. And we can take charge of our automatic reactions. In fact, that is what Zen practice centers itself about, around The human, the woman, the man is in charge of how they respond to what confronts them. And they, and they, you could say that when they do that, now I'm not suggesting that anybody repress or hide from their reactions, pretend they're not reaction, no. But what we do when the reactions come is we, don't allow them to take over. We are with them. We watch them. We're, the body in Zazen is, doesn't move. Hold your seat. Stay still. Don't allow the reactions to make you into a puppet where you're jumping all around. Don't respond to your reactions. Just watch them. Be with them. Let them come and let them go. They don't have to dictate your day, your mood, or your life. Also find out who is pulling your strings. That's a fascinating, completely different, not completely different, of course it's connected, but a very important point. Who or what is pulling your strings? What is causing you to react in this way? Just Don't figure it out. It's not an intellectual game. In Zen practice, we just watch. We stop and we watch the whole drama play out. And if we do react, we just watch the reaction, but we don't live it. We don't give it energy. We don't give it space to so-called express itself. 
The expressions we make come from a much deeper place and they come later on. So we take the fuel away from the reactions. That's what we're doing when we're just sitting and watching and being with them. We take the fuel away. And as we do so, we begin to live from our deeper self, from the, from the human within us, the man, the woman, from responses that are constructive. And, and when we're in that deeper place also, we see actually the reality of what's happening. If we see what's possible, when we're just reacting, reacting, all we see are our own reactions. And our own, but we don't see the bigger picture. We don't see what's truly there. And we don't see what's truly possible. I'm talking a lot today. It's such an important topic. Our time is coming to an end for, just for today. Uh, the exercise, I would, just, I would just encourage you to, whether you're sitting on the cushion, whether you're sitting at the kitchen table, whether you're walking in the street, and you notice these reactions are starting, something happens, there's a shock, there's a surprise, stop. You could keep walking and stop, meaning stop letting the reaction take over. Just be with it, watch it, allow it to come, and allow it to go. Allowing, 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 and watching. So, the fact is that most of these reactions that we deal with are all, many of them are fueled by fear, 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 alarm. And I will end for today with a wonderful quote by the Tao Te Ching, which says, whoever can see through all fear will always be safe. How beautiful is that? I will repeat it because when we stop and when we watch and when we allow and when we don't react to our reactions or allow them to take us over, we we are seeing through them. Whoever can see through all fear or all sorrow, whatever it is, will always be safe. So thank you for listening. Thank you for being with us on our journey together. Um, I will be um, at, at Malloy College on February 24th, 25th. It's Sunday. Let me just check. Um, it's the 24th. I will be there early in the morning, 8.30 in the morning, with the wonderful Zen group there offering a talk. And and hope you'll come and join us. It'll be, it's, it's, it's at Malloy College in Rockville Center, 8.30 in the morning till 10 o'clock, if you happen to be in the area. And for now, our, web, our URL for this webcast is www.zenwisdomtoday.com. I mean this podcast. So much online, my goodness www.zenwisdomtoday.com Come listen to this one or any others. We have quite a few up by now. Or listen to us on iTunes, Google, wherever it's comfortable for you. And keep your wonderful emails coming. I love them. My my email is topspeaker at yahoo.com And for now, I'm going to be signing off for today. 
So thank you again for listening. And and remember, take that moment to stop over and over again during the day and watch. Puppets can't watch, but humans can. Mm -hmm.